Gonzaga Nation SI, Adam Morrison, Dan Dickow. Today's our second release of the week where we kind of preview the week's games. Pepperdine and Santa Clara. This is a different week, though. Usually it's Thursday, Saturday. Yeah. With COVID, everything's been thrown out. I think this game was initially Thursday yeah. against Pep, and then they moved it to Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, probably for TV purposes. I think TV purposes, and then uh, I think Fuey wanted an extra day in between travel, and, and God bless uh, Coach Romar down in Pep. He was like, sure, I'll play Wednesday. <laughs> and it got him on TV. Like, it works out for his program, too. You know? Yeah. So, like... Every other team in the country or in the league wants that ESPN or the CBS Sports national game against Gonzaga because yeah. they can use it in recruiting as, hey, we're national. We're few. It's just like, well, if it's not ESPN, CBS, mm-hmm. eh, whatever. Yeah. So we get the crap games on KHQ mm-hmm. and Richard and Greg and I haven't called a good you, game in quite some time. You haven't called a loss, have you? No. That's no. crazy. Richard never has on TV. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I won't be calling the game on Saturday against Santa Clara. Mm-hmm. I've got a – who do I have? Somebody at Boise State. Boise State, Leon's doing a tremendous job. I hope there. they get in. They should get in um, unless they maybe get a first-round exit in the, you know, Mountain West or whatever they're in conference tournament. But I think they should be in. I think Wyoming's probably in there yeah. in that and then Utah, is Utah State in that league? Utah State is uh, – they've won like six of their last seven. Yeah. So they're pretty good. And they're good too. And that's, a, you know, talking about the previous episode, St. Mary's beat Utah State. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At Utah State. So like St. Mary's is going to get in. Yeah. Now it's the question is San Francisco b I know we're going off topic. But yeah, I mean, uh, coming up, I think Pep is very gracious to move that game for us. Makes sense. Helps. Yeah. You know, I uh, I always look at a team that's struggling like Pepperdine is right now and wonder how much time and effort coaches still put into their season at this time when yeah. they know they're struggling. And I got an answer from that about that today. So Coach Romar, I, I texted him to try to arrange a time for a preview because mm-hmm. each of the opposing coaches joins me typically on a Zoom to preview the game. Uh, and he called me right back. He's like, Hey, I'm, I've got meetings all day long, but we were able to set up a 10 minute time later today, but it shows you just how busy coaches are. Yeah. Like, because they got the practice plans, they got the meetings with the assistant coaches, players, media like us, yeah. we'll have to talk to coaches and then film work. I don't think I would want to go through that grind of a coach. Yeah, it's not for everybody. No, that's for sure. Like it's a, it really is a grind. I grew up in a coach's family household, so I understand that. I mean, you're, you know, people think practice is two hours. You're there for six. Yeah, right. Pre practice, post practice, um, and then if you're, you know, at the smaller levels where you don't have the staff, you have to like individual coaching. If you really want to put your hands on it, some guys are better at that than the other stuff. So yeah, it's it's definitely a grind, and you got to have the right uh, uh, mindset for it and patience for it. I think too. Yeah, no, there's a patience with coaching that that definitely has to be there. But with Pepperdine, that's one of the greatest gym settings in all of college basketball. Easily. It's not a big gym. I think it's only seats like twenty five hundred, mm-hmm. and they only get a big crowd when they play Gonzaga. But when you walk out that gym, there's the view of the Pacific Ocean. Awesome. Uh, did you ever have a big game down there? Uh, I didn't have a big game. I've had in the in the you know mid twenties, uh, good games, but nothing uh, crazy. Um, 
you know, it is just a, such a weird gym as far as, you know, the locker rooms are right behind the concession stand. Mm-hmm. So you literally walk out and there's just fans standing there, you know, so like Get some popcorn. Yeah, yeah. And you're kind of so you like walk through the foyer and like when it get, gets crazy with the, you know, Gonzaga mania, especially when you and I were playing, it's kind of like, hey, man, like you know, I'm not Moses here, but like, I don't want some weirdo like coming up to me before mm-hmm. a game. You know what I mean? Like there should be a rope or something yeah. like this normal, you know, athletic event, you know, fans separated from the players. Um, but yeah, it's a tiny gym. I think it's a great shooters gym. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then when you get out of it, it's like, it's crazy. It's elevated on top of in Malibu and you just literally, yeah. Blue, blue sky and ocean. As far as your eye can see, you're just like, wow, people go to school here. Like can actually go to class. Yeah. Well, I remember cause I was, when I was in high school, coach Romar was the head coach of Pepperdine and they were recruiting me. They were talking about building a new gym mm-hmm. all the way back then. Yeah. And now fast forward 25 years, they're still talking about it. The word is that they've finally gotten approval. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. They've gotten approval from the board of regents or whoever needs to get the approval. And then they've got plans where they have to move like a parking garage or they have to build on top of a parking garage, something yeah. just like, and I don't even want to know what it costs in Malibu. Well, that's the thing is one of the Ricky Foyce, who's with Tommy Lloyd at Arizona. Now he was one of the grad assistants at Gonzaga. Uh, and this is not the sum of his career, but people were listening. will remember that remember the guy mm-hmm. in the NCAA tournament, that got bowled over on the Gonzaga bench. Okay. So that's Ricky. Went, I don't remember him getting bowled over. Yeah, somebody somebody dove into him and his glasses fell off. It was like in the tournament, like really? one of the big games. Anyway, he he was with the Suns. Now he went with Tommy. Great basketball mind. Yeah, knows what he's team. doing. So he, you know, uh, played at Pepperdine, but he was just basically like a walk-on. I'm learning how to coach. And he told a story one time because we, you know, uh, remember a few years ago we were talking about you know, Gonzaga wants to go to the Mountain West, and part of it was because the units that you get for the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. And the argument was like, well, like look at LMU and Pepperdine. Like, they don't even improve their gym. It looks exactly like it did 20 years ago. And he told a story to go off your point of how expensive it is. He goes, the soccer field wanted to do an expansion on their stadium and do lights. Well, if you spent $8 million on a mansion in Malibu, do you want – uh, light pollution. <laughs> oh, yeah. So just like up the hill, just up the hill. So like he's like it took him x amount of years just to get lights put in because the city council's like no, no. And can you see? Yeah. So kind of it gets your mind thinking yeah. of like how come they haven't expanded or why aren't they as good? It's like they don't really care. It doesn't mean they don't care about the the student mm-hmm. athletes, but it's like you know the people surrounding there are high, <laughs> high, high net worth, and they don't want and you get it. Like, yeah. If you're going to block my view, like, no, we're going to lawyer up and blah, blah, blah. So go along with your point about the basketball deal. It's it's not as simple as like, you know, buying a, a strip of land on Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> There's some available right, right now. <laughs> right. Exactly. Down by Gonzaga and just going, okay, we're going to build. Uh, so yeah, it, it's always curious to go to that campus. Cause you're just like, you know, coming from GU where it's, it's a beautiful campus and they've done a lot, you know, a great yeah. job of making it. Uh, more beautiful but just the weather and then you get down there you're like how do you even go to class man like yeah. this is or i want my classes from like nine to eleven and then i'm you know like i'm out of I'll, there i'll like, just go to the beach yeah i'm going to the beach after that it's crazy but it's 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 a cool place to play because it's really small and like you said when we play there it, it gets full did uh because i know 
obviously you were player of the year in the country and things were rolling. Mm-hmm. Did were any celebrities come watch when you guys? Uh, yeah, I think it's, Kobe came to one of our games with Roni. Okay. Um, and then, um, there was always like fridge and everybody, all those guys and some of his buddies. Um, but yeah, those are the guys that come to mind, but it was always cool. It's cause it's, you're in LA, but you're not, yeah. you go down and then the drive there, like you don't realize we don't stay in Malibu. You so can't. You, you can't, you stay in, um, you know, it's right in Playa del Rey. And then you take that. It's probably like a 45 minute drive, but it turns sometimes in an hour and a half um on the pch but yeah. like just going to a game is just weird like that because you're just weaving along the pch and it's so beautiful and you kind of have to be like they used to always be like okay guys like get i fell focused. asleep one time on the way the i game. always had to eat my my pregame routine was different so i had to eat yeah. my meal on the pl- uh, you know i had to take a plate and like eat it on there and that was kind of a little bit awkward and stuff like that um but it's just a different it's a different vibe and it's cool and small gym and there used to be barn burners in there, not 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 so much anymore. Yeah. But he's got good freshmen, but a lot of times the freshmen when you don't have good upperclassmen with uh yeah, it's true. Is it Kessler Edwards and Colby Ross not yeah. being there? They don't have the the proper experience to kind of show them the ropes and, and really kind of mold them. Yeah. I, and I know Coach Romar's doing everything he can to get those guys right. They just haven't been able to turn it around this yeah. year. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a that is a great setting. I enjoy going to a game, calling a game there mm-hmm. whenever I get a chance. But uh, the next one will be on Saturday, and it's the ho- last home game. It's senior night. I guess Jalen Suggs came to the game this past weekend. Yeah, sounds like he's coming back. Um, you know, senior night. I would imagine Drew Timmy and I would imagine Chet Holmgren are probably playing in their last yeah. game, I would imagine. I mean, Chet's a foregone conclusion. Chet's a for sure. Uh, uh, Drew, I think, is an NBA talent. It's just what the feedback he gets, mm-hmm. and I don't know what that is. Yeah. And I, I, that's not a knock or anything. It's just like he's going to get the correct feedback on, hey, you're going to get picked from X to X, and if it's too late and, and they go, you can improve, go back so yeah it, it's a, literally a coin flip if it's his last home game or not. yeah well with nil i mean if he doesn't choose to go to the nba um and go that pro route uh-huh. the nil is giving him a little bit of cushion to come back because yeah. he's he's getting some nice gigs that's for sure yeah but looking at that last home game against Santa Clara, Santa Clara has been playing much better since Gonzaga boat raced them down yeah. uh in the bay to start the league off uh have you Dove into any of their uh, any of the prep for that game yet, or have they, you seen a they, few more minutes? They've had um, obviously some great wins against BYU. Um, they just beat St. Mary's, who we beat. Um, I think they're more talented. What they showed in our game, and I kind of felt bad because they got um, the capacity limitations. Yeah, hit them, um, and usually that road crowd is tougher than anybody in the league, and they they. Uh, they call them their rough rider crew or whatever, but they kind of get to the edge and don't cross it, but they get real close, which I, I think it's supposed to be like that in college basketball. And they didn't have that. And, um, you know, obviously they ran into that's when drew, I think went the first half of 27 to 32 in two games. So I think (laughs) he was like 18 and 19 or something. Mm -hmm. And one of those games was crazy. Um, so I think they're better than, uh, I first realized and then starting to see him play the rest of the league. They've been fine. They're in third or fourth place right yeah. now. Um, and they have good wins. They have a good wing. Um, uh, Rankage is decent inside. I mean, he's 
kind of predictable in my opinion, but he can also shoot it a little bit from the outside and, and it's crafty. If he can pin fouls on you, then he can be a real problem. Um, so yeah, they're better. And then obviously Herb Syndic's a good coach. So I like, I like watching teams that are kind of picked to finish in the doldrums and then kind of find, yeah, you know, where you, where you can tell their coaching staff say after that Gonzaga game, Hey guys, this is not who we are. I'm not going to browbeat you. Let's burn that one in the mm-hmm. trash, but you have to believe that's that's not who we are, and yeah. and they've done that, and they've played a lot better. So it's it's fun to cool uh, cool to see, and I think the reason I say that I think they have the style that can kind of play with Gonzaga. That makes sense. They yeah, I scores. think they've got big enough wings with exactly. Jalen Williams, and then I think it's Keyshawn Justice, Justice, who's exactly. a bigger, stronger wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pipes, the point guard, is actually he, he's he's been a little bit inconsistent, but he can score it when he gets going. Yeah, and like you said, Frankich, he's just an old crafty veteran. He reminds me of Gonzaga's bigs before like the Casey Calvary uh, athleticism came. Axel Dench and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, like. Yeah, that makes sense. I haven't heard the name Axel Dench in a while. I, yeah. Big Ox. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, when you look at your last home game mm-hmm. at Gonzaga, mm-hmm. you probably knew it was a foregone conclusion that you were going to the NBA. Yeah. Uh, did you do anything different with senior night? Did you try to enjoy it differently, knowing it was not senior night, but it was your last game? Uh, mm, not really, I guess. Uh, that's kind of a buzzkill for the lead up for the, the question you just asked but <laughs> i was more focused because we had the tournament at at home that year my junior year so yeah. like i it was the last game but it wasn't yeah if that makes sense yeah so like the coolest thing we ever did it was probably the all-time greatest senior moment was that's the jp batista night yeah remember that one? Oh yeah where his brother came mm-hmm. and seen his brother in like five six years and his brother surprised him on court yeah i mean jp's like literally like sobbing like a child because it's like and it was like one of those where people didn't really know and then you're like that's his brother he hasn't seen him there he's like oh my god and that was cool and yeah. that's like one of the all-time best senior night moments that and uh i think it was either last year or the year before when mac got up and walked yeah that was cool <laughs> that was cool and i it was like hey guys i think this you don't realize like how tough this is for this kid to get up and do that and he wants to do it on this floor um but no i was obviously i didn't have a senior year but then like i said i kind of knew like well we still have the tournament to play here so mm-hmm. that, that it was a little bit different plus myself. you had you grew up here so you had family it wasn't like people were coming in very from good, out of town very good point yeah i was lucky enough to have my parents at every game and all that stuff so i you know uh some guys don't get that opportunity so it, it means more not that you're not excited to play but it does mean more when it's like hey i can get all my people here for at least one game yeah you know yeah. Well, let's wrap it up with the listener question. If you have a question, send it to our social media channels, Gonzaga Nation SI. But the question is for both Dan and Adam, who is your pick for West Coast Conference Player of the Year? That's a good one. Um, if I had to go just right now, it'd probably be Drew. But I think Jet, Chet would get votes. He's going to win freshman of the year or whatever they call it, newcomer of the year. He might win defensive player of the year if they do one of those. Yeah. But he could, you could make the argument that he could win all three of them. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I, I'm going Drew Timmy, <laughs> but it's also like if you really want to break down the numbers, Chet, um, as far as complete 
domination and complete, uh, if you've most valuable, if you want to use that actual term, um, he provides more defensively than Drew does. No offense to Drew, but yeah, I mean, the rim protection stuff. Yeah, I'm right there with you. As of now, if the season ends today, I'm going to go with Drew. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's four games left where yeah. Chad Holmgren, the way he's been playing like the last three weeks, yeah. I could easily see, you know, my mind being changed in that direction. I think, I think they're both top eight in Ken Palm's like analytics player of the year. So I don't think maybe they can just share it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's a good question. Has there been co I don't, I don't really remember if there's been co MVPs. I think there has been, I want to sure say, has, but just when, yeah. How when, long ago? It, I'm sure it was like a St. Mary's and a Gonzaga player at mm-hmm. some point. Like Della maybe Della yeah. and whoever yeah. our guys were that those years or Patty Mills or something like that. Makes sense. Yeah. Huh? Awesome. Well, Appreciate it, Adam. Yeah. Another another good uh, couple episodes. So for Gonzaga Nation, SI, Adam Morrison, and Dan Dickow, we will be back next week. Can't wait to talk more Gonzaga hoops.